Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, great day. Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. And so we are in a four-part series in which I am breaking down according to like football four quarters, the different seasons of private practice. And what I am doing is just categorically sharing different experiences that I've had over the last 11 years in my solo private practice and that how that has led me to exploring other things with profitable systems. And so if you have not heard episode one and two, I would highly encourage you to do that after you've listened to this episode. It's not a requirement that you listen to them in order. However, if you find that you're feeling a little lost because maybe I'm referencing something that I talked about in the previous episodes, just go back and start with like, it says Q1, Q2, and go back and check out those episodes. They're all, you know, released back to back. So if this is your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm grateful for you tuning into the podcast. Very grateful to have you. If you are a returning listener, you know, I love you, you know, hop over to the DMs on Instagram and leave me your biggest takeaway at the end. But I do want to say that if you have not signed up for the Abundant CEO private practice that starts on August 14th for four days where we are going strong for free on YouTube, but then we also have a bonus Facebook group in which we're going to be doing some laser coaching Q&A and some other bonus things. I would highly encourage you to officially sign up for the bootcamp. You can find the link in my show notes and you can also go to drtk.com forward slash links. It is our last live bootcamp for private practice for the rest of 2023. So let's go ahead and dive into quarter three. Let's talk about staying in the game. Okay. So in the previous episodes, I had released a little bit about myself in terms of different sports that I've played, analogies that I'm using for the quarter and, you know, things like that. So Now that we're in quarter three, we're talking about, I've already built a solo practice. I low-key built a group practice by design, but on accident, right? I've learned how to delegate. I've learned how to look at how I'm leaving money on the table. I've looked at how I've made a lot of mistakes, also known as learning experiences and creating boundaries and learning how to say no, right? That's like a super quick version of episode one and two. But now we're going to talk about, all right, now that those things are in place, how can I make sure that your girls stay in the game? Because it's not just about, oh, I opened up a business. It's about, can you keep the business open, right? So let's break this down. Some parts of the game, if we're looking at it from like running track or I'm going to use football because I played a, a football, um, some parts of the game will require me to run sprints, right? So for example, especially during training season, like hell months on that football field with the coach at night, luckily it wasn't in the daytime where it was hella hot, but sometimes it was on a weekend though. There will be times where we would, you know, jog around a field like twice to warm up, do some stretches, do some drills, practice. But then it's all about that end though, also known as either sprints or marathons. So to me, the sprint would be We need to do, I hate this word, but like suicides, right? If you ain't never played basketball or anything, the suicide runs, you run to the line, run back to the beginning. Then you run to the second line, then run back to the beginning. Imagine doing that on a 100 
like yard dash situation on the football field. Like, are you, are you serious? Like there are 10 lines, you know what I'm saying? But we would all have to do it. And we couldn't let none of our team members like stop. Oh, we got to start over. What the heck? Maybe you remember the Indian run where the last person in line got to run to the front and you got to keep going and keep jogging until everybody runs to the front. Oh my God, it's like 30 girls on this football team, right? But there were also times that we would just have to do sprint drills. Now, if you're not in shape, the sprint drills are going to, you know, kind of low-key make you run out of breath until you get trained. So then there are some parts of the game or seasons in your business where you're going to be required to run a marathon. That can be you're doing something very special in a certain quarter. So like when we open up the doors for our private practice program, DTA, we are running a marathon for that quarter. But maybe we do a CE workshop and we're running more like a sprint. We're only going to talk about it in the public because it's really available to our students, right? But we're going to open it up to the public just for like two to three emails, maybe four across two weeks. That's it. You get in or you don't, you know, like we're not going to spend a whole lot of time, effort and energy on it because we already have a good client base that got it as a bonus for signing up for one of our programs at a particular time or, and or they didn't get it as a bonus, but maybe they just want to come to like learn more about growth and business. So with that said, you have to identify throughout the year what are going to be times in your business or when you're in it? Is this a sprint or a marathon? Because a sprint ain't going to last that long. And you have to tell yourself the pain is temporary. Okay. Now the goal is to ensure that you are prepared for both. Sometimes it's going to be required that you do one or the other. You can't run both at the same time. Now for myself, when I think back to this season in my business, I had to pay close attention to my business when I was in growth season because I really needed to look at my areas of where I shine, my areas of strength, and then more importantly, areas of weakness, because my areas of weakness is what I need to hire for, what I need to get coaching for. So I personally, if I know where my weak spots is, even though it may be frustrating when it comes up, I don't want to be all the way surprised when I run into obstacles because I knew it was going to be an obstacle. Now, there are going to be certain obstacles in your business that you cannot foresee, right? But that's the benefit of being in an awesome community full of other entrepreneurs and business owners is that there are different people at different levels. So like, for example, in our Dope Therapist Academy community, sometimes we're asked, we haven't been asked in a while because I kind of like talk about this in the boot camp. but about two years ago, we were asked like, could we split up the programs? That was like a feedback comment that I received. And when I started bringing this to the coaching call, that's when our students started to realize the benefit of having, I'm going to say three levels of clinicians. So the first level is I don't have a private practice at all. I don't even know where to start. The second level is I have a part-time private practice. It's not all the way stable, or maybe it is where it's part-time, but you're having a very difficult time where you don't know how to start transitioning from your job. What are some things you need to look into in terms of being full-time? And then how can you truly market on your own because you don't have a backup plan like a job, right? Or you won't. And then there's a third level of people that are either an alumni and or they are already making like seven to 10K months working full time, if not more, but they're lacking systems. Now, what I typically would say is the people who are in the beginning phase can learn just by the alumni or people who are in any other phase. They can learn a lot from just hell listening to you go through your your seasons in your business. That's what I do for this podcast. Literally, my podcast was started because of the learning experiences that I had in private practice, because I didn't want other therapists to take as long to maneuver through those obstacles, right? So think about it that way. Now, people who are more advanced or are getting advanced, 
you won't even realize sometimes how much growth you've had until you got to talk about it out loud. So I feel like it low-key soothes the ego for you to realize like, dang, I've grown over time because then you hear other people talk about the beginning phases and you're like, yo, I can help them like a mentor, right? It ain't got to be every day. But if you see a question come up in our Facebook group or on a coaching call, why not share it with them? If we're in a breakout session on a coaching call, why not share different perspectives? And also keep in mind, don't judge a book by its cover. You have no idea where other people have worked. Just because someone does not have a current private practice doesn't mean that they were not the HR director or the quality assurance director at a clinic. They can help you build your SOPs and that's your weakness, right? So think about that. So businesses at the end of the day has obstacles and they're going to have ebbs and flows no matter what. Now, in this stay in the game season, the Dope Therapist Academy private practice program was born before I knew it was a thing. And this is how. I built out my own private practice systems, sharing them with interns at the time, learning things that either helped or prolonged the growth process, right? But I am an experimenter. I don't mind putting something out there. And if it doesn't work, I'll shut it down. It's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? If I say I'm going to do something for six weeks, I'm going to do it for six weeks and then I'm going to shut it down, right? I'm going to follow through with the commitment. But I realized that my five-step framework that we'll share in the boot camp related to the Dope Therapist Academy, but it's not a secret. It was being built while I was building my private practice and then also moving my solo practice into a group practice through trial and error. So our first part of our framework in DTA is called framework. I truly believe that when you know where you are going, it can help you leverage your expertise later. If you know where you want your business to be in five years, it will help you create a plan for the first 12 months. If you know where you want to be at in the first 12 months, it will help you create a quarterly 90-day or 12-week goal. If you know where you want to be at in 12 weeks, you know where you want to be at in 30 days. All you're doing is taking a fraction of the goal and breaking it down into a smart goal. That's it. But the blueprint is the map. So because I've maneuvered through multiple pathways, I don't want you to do that. I'm going to give you what I believe is the best pathway, and then you're going to personalize it to your business and show up to a coaching call and ask questions. Reach is all about reaching your ideal client. So the way that looked like in my business is that I was starting to say no and only say yes to attracting my ideal clients. And then I started building standard operating procedures to then move me to the third level in our framework called automation. You can't automate anything if you don't have anything to automate, right? Automation helped me Another framework is delegation, but it helped me start preparing for hiring team members, even if it was an admin staff or a VA or a part-time office or even heck personal assistant, so that now they can use the systems that I use to run my back office of my business so that they can onboard my clients because I don't have to onboard my clients and send them paperwork. Then we move into niche. Niche is the fourth part of the framework. Now, clearly you have to identify your ideal client in the reach client attraction phase in order for you to now talk about and entertain things that you wrote in your five-year, one-year blueprint. Where do I want to be in five years? Do you want to have digital products? Do you want to have speaking engagements? Do some of these things you want to happen in the next one to two years? Well, if that's the case, 
How can we show up and highlight your expertise in your solo private practice first so that you can get grounded and being confident with how you show up with talking to other people and attracting um, more of your ideal clients and more importantly, other and bigger opportunities in which you will potentially be in front of your ideal clients, but on a larger scale. And then lastly, after we've done all this, we then introduce you to delegation. Now for me, I learned delegation through hiring, through doing administrative work myself, through setting myself up through insurance panels, getting accepted and denied claims, putting all my money and watching my money appropriately and hiring CPAs and money people to overlook my finances. And then all of this for me grew into what I'll discuss in the fourth quarter in the next podcast episode. But I really just wanted to share with you that the destination that you're moving toward in your business and your personal life, it's already here. It's already been scripted for you, but it's up to you to go down the right pathway. Um, so I'm going to be spiritual for a moment, right? I believe in God, right? You can believe in whatever you want to believe in, right? So I believe in God. I believe that the story for me has already been written, literally. Now, I joke around like this with my clients when they bring up their spirituality, if they like say they believe in God, right? <laughs> so some of my clients may say, you know, I'm just going to like go to God and like, you know, pray through it or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I support them through their spiritual practices, whatever it is. Right. And if I don't know about them, I have them educate me on it. So I've had clients that say they're going to go to their spirituality and I will be comical to like lighten up the conversation. Cause I'm like super laid back on my clients, but I mean, they know I'm about that fire and that accountability. Right. So don't get it twisted. I am very strategic with my, you know, strategies, but one of my strategies is like, hell, calling them out on a shit. And so like, don't say you're going to go and spend time with your higher power or whatever you do for spiritual practices. And then you're going to ask them to show their hand and give you the answer, the spirituality component. But then when they give you the answer, oh, no, 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 I don't want that answer. So that means you already knew what answer you were looking for. And because it doesn't align with you, you're going to go down another path. That means that you're prolonging the journey. So the path that it gave you may give you a journey of six months. But because you decide to do your own thing, but you said it's your higher power, you're going to prolong your journey for another five years. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't say that to my clients like that's stupid, but it insinuates that doesn't make sense. You want all the accolades of what you're looking for in your question. But when the answer is delivered, you choose to take the other road. That does not make sense. And that's why you're in therapy for longer than you need to, because even I We'll give you strategies. And then you'll say, I tried that already. I've had coaching clients that say, that's not going to work. I did that. Okay, I did that six months ago. Okay, well, this is not six months ago. How many things in technology and AI have changed since like a millisecond ago? You feel me? Like, yo, six months ago is not the same person that you are today. All right. So let me know. What was your biggest takeaway from me sharing sprints versus marathon? Getting prepared for obstacles. Paying attention to your business growth so that you can understand that you're going to have weak spots. And eventually you need to delegate them out and hire for them. Things that are written in your story have already been written. It's up to you to explore and go find what is your purpose. And when you see the vision in front of you, and it's a year, two years, three years from now, six months from now, ask yourself, what do you need to get in order in this current season 
with foundational operating systems of a business and your mindset so that when the opportunity presents itself, when an online course presents itself, when a live event presents itself, when you get around other people and they are going to teach you certain things, are you going to be open-minded or are you going to be closed-minded and say, "I I I learned that already, but if you learned it and you can't meet me at the bank with it, you ain't learned it. You've been taught it. You have not implemented it. Those are two very different things. All right. So hop over to Instagram. Let me know your biggest takeaway at Dr. TK Psych. Also, as a reminder, again, if you are tuning into this episode by August 14th, and if not for two weeks until about August 25th, we are streaming live on YouTube, the Abundance CEO Private Practice Bootcamp, hashtag theme, work from anywhere and everywhere. If you want to participate, where we'll talk about branding, marketing, setting up your remote practice so that if you want to take a vacation and integrate a little bit of work there, you can do that as well. We're going to be talking about systems, um, your back office, money mindset, a whole lot of things that help you build a profitable framework for your practice. You definitely want to officially sign up and not just show up on YouTube because you will not be able to participate in other bonus things that are only for the people who sign up and more importantly, they get into that Facebook group, all right? So if you're listening to this and you have not added that Facebook group, please go to your confirmation email for the bootcamp. Just probably type in Abundant CEO. It will pop right up. You'll also start getting reminders like a couple of days before we start. And then of course, throughout the week, we will let you know, hey, we're going live today or we're going live tomorrow, you know, at this particular time. And the time that you see on our reminders are Pacific Standard Time. If you, this is another disclaimer that I'm going to say on the bootcamp. If you have a client exactly at the hour mark, because we may go over like 15 to 30 minutes, right? I'm not going to stop because y'all got to get the information, right? All I tell you is show up for the part you can come to. If you can carve out time in your schedule, even better. But if you have a client because you didn't know this thing was a thing until today and the bootcamp starts tomorrow, right? Then I want you to write down what time you left. When you go and watch the replay, just simply fast forward, unless you want to watch it all over to the time that you left and then participate in the comment box like you're there with us because we do, I do go back and I talk back to you in the comment box, especially if you have a question. So if you felt like this episode was great for you to listen to, meaning stay in the game and have an open mind, please go to Dr. TK Psych and let me know what was your biggest takeaway in the DMs on Instagram. Also, if you have not done so already, please go ahead and follow this audio podcast on Apple. Um, leave the five-star review so that it helps the system and the platform push out this podcast to other therapists that want an abundant business and lifestyle and mindset. And please leave me your takeaway so that we can capture what you took away from this episode. Now, we are about to wrap up this series with quarter four. And I'm going to be sharing with you things that I had the opportunity to do in the fourth quarter that continues to help me win in the bank, on vacation, living a first class living, and more importantly, making a super big impact, serving the people I want to serve in my therapy practice and in my coaching business. But none of this will be possible if I did not go through hell week in quarter two, learning how to see what sticks in quarter one, and saying in the game in quarter three, no matter how difficult it get. Hashtag NMW, no matter what. So in quarter four, I'm going to be sharing with you a lot of the things that came out of me taking the time through trial and error of creating systems in my private practice so that when I have a group practice or other streams of income, things will just run a lot smoothly because I've practiced 
with just building systems for myself first. All right. So I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.